Hello and welcome back to the Battleborn Leafs podcast. I'm your host as always, Joshua Insamo, here to talk to you guys today about your favorite team in the National Hockey League, your Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Tonight, the Leafs head to Nashville, Tennessee for a date with the Nashville Predators, who are a sneaky good team in the Western Conference as they currently sit fourth in the Central, tied with the Minnesota Wild for that third spot in this division. This is going to be a big game for the Predators if they hope to escape the wild card placement that they are currently in right now to avoid a date with whoever wins the Pacific or potentially the Colorado Avalanche. Now, tonight, the Maple Leafs will be rolling with Eric Schalgren. The goaltending matchup is expected to be Schalgren against UC Soros. Schalgren, in his three appearances this year, has a 2-0-1 record a 1.20 goals against average, and a 9.63 save percentage with one shutout, going against Vesna-worthy candidate UC Soros, who has a record of 29-19-3, a 2.46 goals against average, and a 9.23 save percentage with three shutouts. UC Soros' numbers have kind of cooled off here in the second half of the season, but he is certainly an elite goaltender in the National Hockey League. He's been playing like it all year long, and uh, he's certainly going to be a tough goaltender to break down tonight and uh, his home numbers are inflated while playing at Bridgestone Arena so that is something to watch out for but UC Soros we saw him in the early part of the season awesome goaltender it is certainly going to be a really good matchup in terms of the goaltending aspect Eric Schalgren his three appearances has been super solid for the blue and white and I'm really looking forward to what he can bring in his first road game now going against a very good Western Conference team who is hunting for a playoff spot, and they are on a roll. Uh, like I said, the Nashville Predators are sneaking up in that West spot. They are tied with the Minnesota Wild, so these two points are going to be very important for them. Let's go to the numbers now. Uh, the Nashville offense is all right. They are 12th in goals per game. Maple Leafs are fourth uh, in terms of shots on goal. They rank amongst one of the worst teams at 27th. Uh, power play percentage for the Predators is ninth in the league, actually. They have a really, really good power play with Roman Yossi running that. I'll touch up on him in a bit. Uh, the shooting percentage for Nashville is actually higher than the Leafs. They are tied for fifth. Um, and face-off percentage, they are just outside the top 10 with a 51.0 rating. Uh, so the Nashville Predators, they are, they're an interesting team. I'm not going to lie. I kind of have a soft spot for them. Um, I'm a big Matt Duchesne fan. I love Roman Yossi. And, uh, you know, it's hard not to cheer for UC Soros and his emergence into an elite goaltender in this league. But with that, let's go to the lines now for the Nashville Predators tonight. Uh, on the first line, we got Philippe Forsberg, Ryan Johansson, and Matt Duchesne. That's their first line. The second line is Ely Tolvanen, Mikael Granlund, and Luke Kunin. On the third line, we got Yakov Trenin, Colton Sissons, and Tanner Janot. And on the fourth line, we got Nick Cousins, Michael McCarron, and Philip Tomasino. With the Nashville Predators, they don't really have the depth scoring on this offense, but they are certainly underrated. Um, Philippe Forsberg and Matt Duchesne, that line, no matter who they have in the middle, they've rotated between Johansson, Granlund, and even Sissons at times. Those two driving that 
line on the top with the wings, they are so elite in the offensive zone. And a lot of this Nashville's team's success has come off of the resurgence of Matt Duchesne. Matt Duchesne's had an incredible year. Um, he's playing on a wing now. We usually see him playing center, but nope, he's on the wing this year. Uh, doing really well on the right side uh, with Philip Forsberg. So Philip Forsberg, also a guy to watch out for. He's a stud. He's in a contract year. His name's come up amongst the deadline talks, but I can't see Nashville parting ways with uh, this guy. You know, there's been talks about an extension, but it's been clear that the Nashville Predators do not want to pay higher, uh, pay him higher than what uh, Roman Yossi is being paid. So I guess that's uh, tough on negotiations, but uh, Philippe Forsberg is certainly a guy to watch out for. And he, with Matt Duchesne, no matter who they have playing between them, is very, very dangerous. The second line, Ely Tolvin and Amikel Granlund, they are having, I guess, solid seasons. I thought Ely Tolvanen was really going to break out this year. We saw what he did with Nashville towards the end of last year. But this year, he's been up and down. He's had stretches where he's been on point, and then there's been some really down stretch periods. Miko Granlin is having a really nice year occupying that. He was on the top center role, but now he's in that second line center spot. Uh, really good two-way centerman um, for Nashville. So he's a guy that I've followed around his NHL career. Always been a fan of him. On the side of them is Luke Kunin, who's you know a pretty good player. Uh, definitely not the caliber of the guys that I mentioned prior to him, but he's certainly uh, you know a bigger guy, physical. But if we want to talk about bigger and physical players, that leads us to the third line with Tanner Janot, who's an absolute stud, a really hidden gem here on the Nashville offense. Bigger guys been coming through the ranks for a long time now. You know, hasn't been the top prospect. He was kind of just a, I guess, an emergence throughout the Nashville system. He's been through the East Coast. Uh, he's really worked his way up to the NHL, and he just got his 20th goal in the last game. And uh, you know, he was just a guest on Spitting Chicklets. Or sorry, uh, 32 Thoughts, the podcast with Elliot Friedman. And, you know, hearing his story and his road to the National Hockey League is uh, awesome to hear. And uh, he never gave up on his dream and he kept pursuing. And he's really, uh, you know, living it now with uh, the National Predators as he's on pace to score about 25 goals this year. Actually, a little bit higher, but still. 25 goals for a guy that's made his way as far as he has. Wow. Credit to him, awesome player, really physical, really strong, not afraid to drop the gloves, not afraid to score, get in the dirty area. So watch out for him tonight. Uh, he's on the line with Colton Sissons and Yakov Trenin. Yakov Trenin's another guy, bigger forward, occupies the left side, uh, you know, most dominantly. He doesn't have that much of a scoring touch, but he could put the puck in the net. So do not underrate his game. Yakov Trenin, I'm a big fan of his, very hard to play against. And the fourth line is Nick Cousins, Michael McCarron, and Philip Tomasino. Like I said, Tomasino, we all know him, highly touted prospect. Guess trying to find his footing in the National Hockey League. Um, you know, hometown guy. Uh, a lot of people are really high about his game, so he's certainly one to watch out for. He did play pretty good the first time uh, Nashville came to Toronto this season. Nick Cousins on the left wing of this line. I'm a big fan of his. You know, um, certainly had his up and down stretches throughout his NHL career. But uh, he's certainly a guy that occupies a fourth-line role pretty well. So watch out for him. Now let's go to the defensive side of things. Roman Yossi. And right now it's uh, saying that Philippe Myers is going to be on the right side of his. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I think Matt Benning or Boricky might come uh, back tonight. So Because uh, Philippe Myers was just placed on waivers literally a couple minutes ago uh, as I'm recording this. 
And I guess we could touch up on him quickly. Philippe Myers, I did have him on my trade target board. I'm a big fan of his. He's 25 years old, right-handed shot, um, very mobile. He was highly talked about coming through the Nashville system. But this year, and, you know, he's his NHL career, 142 games, he's really had that tough transition period to find a stable role with Nashville. Uh, his analytical numbers are not very good. I believe he has like a 37% even strength defense, uh, according to Jay Fresh. So, um, you know, he is on the salary cap for 2.5. He's also on contract for next year as well. This is a guy that, you know, he's young. He definitely has the skill set. It's just, it just hasn't translated to the NHL just yet. He's not really a point getter. He's more of a physical, tough to play against guy. Um, you know, if the price is too high at the deadline, he's on waivers right now. I don't know if the Leafs would just straight up claim him. They'd probably have to send a contract back the other way, but this is certainly a guy I wouldn't mind seeing in the blue and white, especially since he's under contract for next year, and that gives the Leafs a little bit more depth um, for the next two years here. And you never know. With the Leafs' development system, I think they could find something here. It's uh, you know kind of a reclamation project that we've seen them do before with guys like Alex Galchenyuk. Obviously, those were a little bit more reasonable, but uh, I certainly wouldn't mind Philippe Myers despite his $2.5 million cap hit. Now, on the second pairing, we got Matthias Ekholm and Alexandra Carrier. Matthias Ekholm, I'm sure you guys know who that is, highly talked about defenseman in Nashville. It's kind of been the understudy to Roman Yossi in terms of talk in the media, but he is a solid hockey player. And I remember when he was on the trade block last year, well, reported to be, um, that was all speculation and rumor. Or it could have been because Nashville got really hot that they decided to keep him. But he is an absolute amazing defensive defenseman who is not afraid to provide some help on the offense. So watch out for him. Um, ben Harper, former Leaf, and Dante Fabro are on the third pairing. Fabro usually sees time with Roman Yossi. I'm sure you're going to see them play together tonight if Borinsky or uh, Matt Benning draw into the lineup tonight. Um, sorry, I got Benning's name mixed up there in my head. <laughs> but yeah, so Fabro, right-handed shot, younger players, usually playing on the top pairing with Roman Yossi. So I expect to see them. They work well together. But I just want to finish up this D talk um, about Roman Yossi and Roman Yossi. A lot of people say Makar is locked up the Norris, but I don't think so. He's on pace for a hundred points as a defenseman. Uh, Roman Yossi is an absolutely, how would I describe? He, he's an absolute dominating player. And when he's in his groove, he is so hard to stop. And he's my MVP for this Nashville Predators team, um, leading the team in scoring as a defenseman, obviously running the first power play unit. Without him, it's hard to see Nashville even close to battling for a playoff spot. Um, so, you know, I have a high respect uh, for Roman Yossi, and, you know, it's going to be tough to play against him tonight, but certainly a guy I root for. Um, Left-handed shot, awesome in the offensive zone, so good in terms of bringing the puck up through the neutral zone and all that stuff and finding guys open in the offensive zone. He's also not afraid to shoot the puck as well. He has a lot of goals this year as a defenseman. So certainly an offensive threat. So watch out for Roman Yossi. The power play unit for the Nashville Predators tonight is Ryan Johansson, Mikael Granlund, Matt Duchesne, Roman Yossi, and Philippe Forsberg. Like I said, they're a pretty good name, a pretty good uh, team on paper in terms of names on the power play. But, uh, you know, they're ninth in the league. They're inside the top ten. Certainly watch out for that. The Leafs penalty kill has been really good the last couple nights, so I'm not really nervous in that aspect. But with that, let's go back to the Maple Leafs. Um, you know, 
They have an away record this year of 17, 10, and 3. Nashville is actually pretty good at home. They're 18, 11, and 0. Uh, on the defensive side of things, in terms of goals allowed, the Leafs are climbing back up into the positive side of the standings here. They're 16th. They are 10th in shots and goal allowed, so that's good. Uh, penalty kill percentage, the Leafs do have a way better advantage here, sitting at 5% league-wide. I mean, 5 ranked league-wide, and Nashville is 14. And uh, penalty minutes is my highlight factor here tonight. The Nashville Predators are the most penalized team in the National Hockey League. They rank 32nd. The Maple Leafs are 3rd. So that's going to be very interesting to watch tonight. The Nashville Predators are averaging about 12.4 penalty minutes a night. So if the Leafs' power play is clicking, that is certainly going to help them a lot. Matt Benning is day-to-day with an upper body injury. And so is Borinsky with a day-to-day lower body injury. But I expect at least one of them to play since Philippe Myers is currently on waivers. Just a few minutes ago, reported by Elliot Friedman. Jake Muzzin and Jack Campbell will obviously remain out for the Maple Leafs tonight. But, you know, this is a game that the Leafs are going into a tough building to play in. Bridgestone Arena is usually loud. It's rocking. There's a lot of yellow amongst the crowd. Uh, They certainly have a really good home arena. And we've seen what they've done in the playoffs. And... uh, you know, it's certainly going to be a test. Eric Schalgren, I'm excited to see how he does in a building like this against a pretty tough opponent who is hunting for a playoff spot. He just played Carolina without Austin Matthews and really held his ground. It's going to be interesting to see how he plays tonight on the road for his first test this season. The Maple Leafs are still third in the Atlantic for people that are wondering. Like I said, the Boston Bruins are humming right now. They have 81 points. 38, 19, and 5 record. They are two points behind the Maple Leafs, but the Maple Leafs do have a game in hand. So this game is just go- just as important for the Maple Leafs as they are trying to catch the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are a point above them, but Tampa does have a game in hand with 84 points. So this Atlantic race is going to be interesting. The Florida Panthers look to be the team that has, I guess, the best chance at winning the division. They have 90 points, but they also have two games on hand on the Tampa Bay Lightning and one game on the Maple Leafs. The Florida Panthers do come to Scotiabank Arena in a couple weeks. I think it might be two weeks or next week or something. I know it's next Sunday so or uh, the 27th. So, yeah, so that's a Sunday. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but this Eastern Atlantic Division watch is going to be exciting. And uh, there's a ton of good teams here. The drop-off really is once you get to Detroit. So it's going to be Boston, Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Florida really competing. And uh, my prediction, I did say the Leafs were going to get over 107 points this year at the start of the year uh, before the first game was played. And, you know, they're on pace to meet somewhere close to that, so I'm happy with that. But, um, you know, certainly watch out for the Boston Bruins because they are certainly humming right now. But with that, you know, the Leafs... It's certainly going to uh, certainly going to be an interesting game. Sorry, I mixed up my words. I've been recording a lot of podcasts for you guys today, so lots of content coming out. Don't worry, I promise. Uh, Raptors, TFC. I'm also going to be featured on uh, a guest show. Uh, well, I'm going to be a guest on the uh, Leafs Late Night Podcast, so check me out there as well if you want to listen. Um, but, you know, it's certainly going to be an interesting game. I keep saying that, but uh, I'm really looking forward to tonight. I think uh, that should be all... But I just want to wrap this up here uh, before I end with Travis Dermott. Um, This is expected to be his last game in Maple Leafs uniform. Elliot Friedman has mentioned many times that, you know, 
he like teams are interested in Travis Dermott. And, uh, you know, if this is it for him and this is the end of the road, then I'm going to have a special piece coming out on one of the social media platforms about him. Um, you know, met him a couple times. Uh, me and my friends have gone close to him, you know, really good person uh, from our hometown. So I'll definitely have a segment on him and a piece coming out. But, you know, he's brought in so much to the Maple Leafs in his role. Uh, he hasn't been an everyday defenseman, but when he's played, he certainly contributed as much as he could. Unfortunately, he hasn't just – the fit just hasn't been there, and this is his favorite team. So whatever team lands him, um, I'm, you know, wishing the best for him. We are going to have a special trade deadline episode coming out as well, so get ready for that. I cannot wait. But Leafs, Predators tonight, last game before the trade deadline. Is this it for Travis Dermott? Is this it for really anybody in the blue and white besides, I guess, the big names? But Austin Matthews returns as well. He's going to be occupying that first-line center spot. I guess that was expected. Um, Matthews is back taking on the Nashville Predators in Nashville. UC Soros, like I said, certainly one to watch, but Roman Yossi, it's hard not to talk about him with the Norris Award. You know, he's already won one, so I saw a lot of people lean on Makara for that, but come on, Roman Yossi is an absolute stud. What he's doing this year, almost at a 100-point pace, is insane. 70 points already as a defenseman. This guy is a stud. I cannot wait for it tonight. Morgan Riley versus Roman Yossi. Both play two similar games, except Roman Yossi is a little bit better in the defensive zone. So, um, you know, there's certainly a ton of matchups to watch tonight. But watch out for Matt Duchesne and Philippe Forsberg because that first line is buzzing when they get going. So it's going to be a good game, and I cannot wait. Thank you guys for listening, and go Leafs go.